0: I don't know, radio is part of the Podcast NH network. Check out PodcastNH.com for other shows that are honestly way better than this piece of shit. WIDK! This is I Don't Know Radio. This show is not for kids, so don't go running off and tattle to the FCC. Remember, snitches get stitches. It's Fishstick, Lulu, the professor, and Mulch on 1091 WIDK, the I Don't Know Morning Show. Good
1: Monday morning. Welcome to your low grade, unpaid, risque pit stain of a Monday morning radio show. I'm Fishstick. I'm the professor. And I'm Lulu. Did you break your mic stand? Hold on. Whoa. God dang it. <laughs> there. It's a weird morning all around.
2: <laughs> it never did that before. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, when you yank it, you yank it. And um, yet again, mulch is absent. So, um, Strike two, buddy. I, we probably should have talked about this before the show. I have no idea who is sitting across from me right now.
3: Um, I'm Lacey. I just came here to get a cup of coffee. What? What? Well I, well, I
2: did promise her coffee. I mean, it's the least we could do. We can't get pay her money. <clears throat> Fair
1: enough. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, so so we're, we're, we're mulching Lacey here. Because Mulch. When Mulch came to deliver pizza. I know it feels like he's part of the family now, but he was just here to deliver pizza, and then we roped him into this. So. Right. Oh,
2: yes. We're because mulching he, Lacey, yes.
1: We're mulching Lacey. So Mulch called out this
4: morning, said he was sick. And oh, then, did he? And then shows up to deliver pizza. So what I think happened is he got <laughs> scheduled at the pizza place. And he didn't know what to do, so he just said he was sick, but then
1: he delivered. D- didn't check yeah, the address. Back but, but, up. Who the fuck did he call out to? Because he sure as hell didn't call me. Well, I was told by Lulu that he called out.
2: Yeah, because I was out getting my morning tea, and I got a text from him saying that he was sick. And I found Lacey here, and she seemed keen, so I brought her in. Okay, now wait.
1: What, what is, Lacey, you can't have just wandered into this radio station because it's in a really weird fucking place. So you, I was out
2: getting tea at my favorite place in town. Yep. Far away from the tannery where it doesn't taste like it's
1: from the tannery, which is (laughs) Which everything tastes like it's from the tannery. Here. here. Um, The coffee in the coffee machine's blue if you look at it through the light, but let's move on.
2: (coughs) (laughs) So I was out getting my tea and she was there. And I have to say she was quite notable due to this mattress. I was going to say, let's address the mattress in the room.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I
1: I didn't even notice, to be completely frank. But that is um, a rather mangy-looking mattress. Is that yours, too? Whoa, 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 hold on. (laughs) Wait. You're not moving in. There's no rent. You can't. Oh, no.
3: Oh, no. It's all right. So... I became a professional activist, like, yesterday, and this mattress <laughs> is my statement about how everyone in Washington, D.C. is in bed with power. So I'm on this mission to walk from New Hampshire to D.C., except I realized that activism doesn't really pay very well, so I was trying to bum a cup of coffee, and that's when I ran into Lulu. Oh.
1: Oh. oh okay. <laughs> cool. Well... That worked out. All right, cool. Yeah, well, Lacey, welcome to the show. Welcome. You need a, uh, Lacey's all right, but we need like a snappier name.
2: What's wrong with Lacey? How about
1: Lacey, but with a Z? Lazy? (laughs) 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 I meant like a Z before the C, so it's Lacey, but in writing it looks cool. that's that's workable
2: people are working with their ears here they're not really reading about us
1: nobody's doing any real work here so (laughs) I want to get
4: down to it why don't we consult Lacey Lacey do you want (laughs) Lacey to be your radio name or would you like a radio name I'm the professor. we have fish stick and
2: I'm Lulu so what's wrong with Lacey (laughs)
4: Lacey's
2: fine I'm just Uh, I'm making
4: options here
2: (laughs) yeah that seems fun okay Okay. right. (laughs) So she has to get known by her actual name, so when she makes it to D.C., she'll be recognizable. This is like PR. Uh, I think PR. the mattress
1: does a lot of recognizability <laughs> attached to it.
3: But she can't, like, go to the bathroom with a mattress. And you her? would be amazed what you can fit in a bathroom stall if you fold it enough. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. I,
4: I, I just, so, wait, what exactly did you say that you were doing?
3: Just walking. Just walking? With a mattress on my mattress. head, yeah.
4: Oh, on your head.
3: Oh, yeah. I missed well, that that's the most efficient way to carry things, in general. I mean, I'd imagine yeah.
1: people would ask
0: a lot of
3: <laughs> questions. But. Well, that's the point, is to get people's attention.
1: It makes me feel better about what that big dent is in the middle of the mattress, then. <laughs> I wasn't going to ask, but now I think I can infer. Well, we got got definitely an interesting show coming up for you today uh, on Fishstick's Top Pick Topics. We're going to be talking about marrying super people, and again, what happens when you die, revisited oh. in a new light.
4: On Bro Fesser's Life Destresser. Today we're going to be talking about uh, cat and name. Cat and a name. <laughs> a cat and a name. A
2: cat and a name. And for Lulu's viewer review, um, I'm going to review something I've reviewed before. I'm going to review something I've reviewed before.
1: A repeat review. Yeah, oh.
2: it's time.
1: Wow, okay. Oh, man, I guess we're really stretching. And uh, <laughs> Lacey, you're taking over Mulch's segment. Have you ever listened to the radio station?
3: I can't say that I have.
1: Okay. Mulch does a news story. Anything off the top of your head? Anything, you know, on the desk, (laughs) slipped over to you by Cliff? Yes. Fucking Cliff.
3: (laughs) Oh, uh, yes, we're talking about trademarking smells.
1: Trademarking smells. Trademarking, all right. This is going to get interesting, and it's going to get weird. We got a (laughs) word from our sponsors right now, and we'll drop into Fish Sticks Topic Topics.
0: Stay close. Hello. I am here today to talk to you about an issue that affects 30% of the world's trees. This leaves the trees leafless in the coldest months of the year when it is needed the most. I am, of course, talking about tree pattern baldness. With your donation to the Tree Pattern Baldness Fund, you'll do your part to end this yearly plague and help them keep their leaves so they may always rustle in the wind, provide shade for the weary, and limited shelter from the rain.
4: Do you have a sweet tooth and a nicotine addiction? Returning with some fabulous new flavors is smoke cola now in clove, menthol, and Viagra. It's the only drink that can't go down the wrong pipe. Don't take it from us, just ask our
1: satisfied customers. I've been using smoke cola since I was 13 years old. It has been most of my life made different and a sub. And now
4: a cola for kids. Enjoy strawberry, peach, menthol, and radish. Smoke-a-cola is legal in 37 states. Start them early and keep them happy with Smoke-a-Cola.
0: Here comes way too much information. Send your topics to I don't know radio at gmail.com and they'll end up here on Fishstick's Topic Top Pick Topics. Fish Sticks Topic
1: Topics brought to you this interesting Monday morning by Fishnet Stockings, a brand new way to reduce waste and reuse. Getting ready for a special night? Grab a pair of our stockings made from genuine fishing nets and feel good about your impact on the world. I'm not going to lie, I think that is fucking hot. I mean, that adds a whole new layer to the phrase lobster trap, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) So on fish sticks. Wow, you really ran with that. I'm running with it straight to the depths. Um,
2: I mean, if you're gonna wear fishnets,
1: at least I guess wear wear something useful. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, and then you can take them back off and go catch some craw. Um, (laughs) On fish sticks, top pick topics. We have two, as always. uh, Listener submitted question number one. This is submitted by E. Thank you, E. If you had to marry one superhero and be married to them forever, who would you pick? One superhero. And it's an everlasting marriage. There's no divorce when it comes to superheroes. They're very dedicated. <laughs> I think.
2: Thank you for talking into this silence. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm stalling so you guys can come up with something.
3: <laughs> that's but a pretty loaded question.
1: Yeah? Why is it loaded?
3: I don't know. I feel like whoever you would pick would say a lot about the, how, who you are as a person.
4: Yeah, that's true. That's a good point.
1: I think Deadpool is a good choice. Okay, so we know the professor hits his significant others.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: No, I'm
4: just saying he's hilarious. And and he's hilarious. He breaks the fourth wall. It's, it's just like that would get so nonstop old. comedy. It would never be a, bo- a there would be no dull moment in the marriage.
1: I feel like you get really annoyed when he just continually addresses an audience that doesn't exist. I don't know. What if he could take you there with him? What if you started breaking the fourth wall of the
4: reality we exist in because you're married to Deadpool? Do I like talking to God?
1: That's called praying. (laughs) 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 Or Santa, who's in the audience? Who is in the fourth wall of reality? You've got whatever theology you subscribe to, plus Santa. Plus (laughs) Santa. Santa. Plus the the great big dentist in the sky. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Not the dentist, please. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm not really well-versed with superheroes per se, so I'm kind of just going with what I know, which is not much, as I said. Um, But I think I'd go with Doctor Strange.
1: Doctor Strange?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Can, like, you know, travel with portals to places and mess with time and stuff and he's all Buddhist and Zen too so that's nice
1: never be late anywhere <laughs> <laughs> I suppose and he's got
3: this cape that's really cool too I don't know it is, it
1: is a dope cape yeah. if it
3: ever got too vanilla he could just reset your timeline and you could try again <laughs> <laughs> or if you did something too weird and no one wanted to remember it
1: oh yeah. no <laughs> that is brilliant that is brilliant He's probably the smoothest operator, <laughs> like because yeah. he like cracks a joke that's really shitty, and you're like, eh, and then he just you know zips back and like cracks a joke that's better. He just gets to retry.
6: Yeah, but so it
1: could be bad if he's like really clingy or like weird. Having that kind of power,
2: I think when you're a superhero, you're weird to a certain extent to
1: start with. That's true. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I'm I'm sticking with it. That's that's my choice.
1: Doctor Strange. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Professor would pick Deadpool. I I, <laughs> I
4: have not officially chosen Deadpool. What? I'm just saying he'd be an excellent option. You want to sample no, Deadpool? No, that's
1: not what you said. You just want to dip your toe into the Deadpool. <laughs> exactly.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm still stewing on it, so give me a All minute. Right.
1: Well, you got anything, Lacey?
3: I don't know. Maybe like Ant-Man. Ant-Man? Yeah. You know, I mean, he can change the size of things at will. So, wow. whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. Lacy, Lacey. <laughs> <laughs> lacy, Lacey.
3: Right I mean, I, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: but but also there's a lot of practical applications that are not intercourse related.
3: Yes, exactly. Drop something you know. behind
1: the fridge. Boom. Right, Ant-Man. No parking totally space.
3: Can can fish things <laughs> out of drains really easily.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, but it'd be so dangerous because if he like, goes into the garbage disposal and it accidentally turns on. He's got a super suit. Right. So, yeah. And I mean, Clean think about gutters. it.
3: Like, as a guy, you know, he's got a past, but he's got kids. He's a responsible dad. He's working to make changes so you know that he can improve as a person. You know, he's not too good, not too pristine. Like, Superman would just be boring.
1: Yeah, no, having that um, that kind of altruism all the time. Yeah, I think Ant-Man's a really reasonable choice, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that, but it's true. <laughs>
2: Ooh. Okay, fish stick, you haven't said anything yet. Yeah, all that comes to mind is the Hulk, but,
1: <laughs> what?
5: but I feel like that might be a,
1: <laughs> a bad investment in my own future at that point. <laughs> now, has anybody heard of Squirrel Girl? Sandy from Spongebob? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Squirrel Girl is an actual superhero. Define actual. What <laughs> like, the fuck do you mean?
4: Like, there's a comic. Um, she's actually one of the most powerful superheroes. You can look this up because she can crack. Nuts.
1: Professor, oh no, Fuck no. off. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: she
4: Professor controls squirrels, and squirrels like swarm
1: her enemy and whatever. If, are you trying to like pass off your indie comic and try and get, I, no, get views? I, no, or I
4: swear to God, I'm an, okay. I'm going to be googling something.
1: And suddenly, you, we you, know, you I, take I it like over. I saw be that back. in a
3: free comic book day comic or something. Really? Yeah, like maybe one of the Marvel girls, whatever.
1: Squirrel Girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrel
4: Girl. She is uh, published by Marvel Comics. Um, she has superhuman agility, uh, super senses and strength, um, razor-sharp claws, a tail, retractable knuckle spikes, and she can communicate with squirrels. Hey, now.
2: That's a little Wolverine there, isn't that? Uh, I guess, but they're,
1: they're knuckle spikes, not <laughs> swords. I'm not... I'm not sold on. It's like it's like one third of a Disney princess plus Wolverine. But
2: here's here's a question for you. But why her?
1: Well, she is one of the strongest
4: superheroes in the Marvel universe, and it has to do with the way that they calculate um, uh, their superheroes' uh, like strength counters. Is they use a, a ratio of wins to losses, um, and Squirrel Girl is undefeated.
2: So you need the best of the best. That's what's important to you. Well,
4: no, I mean. She could take care of business. You don't got to worry what about business anything. Do you
2: have Professor.
4: If you didn't
1: know this about him, Professor buries his food for the winter.
4: <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm just saying, okay? Thanos snapping me out of existence. Not a problem. Squirrel Girl's going to kick his ass. Next. Yeah. <laughs> I just read this whole thing about it, I swear. And I, I don't remember where I found it, but the way Marvel calculates their strongest heroes is based off of a win-to-loss ratio, and she is one of the strongest superheroes because of that.
2: I'm not questioning her abilities. I'm questioning why you'd want to marry her. Because <laughs> she's awesome. One good thing in a relationship is also is a good thing. Oh, uh, and who did you pick again? Doctor Strange, with oh. many different good things. <laughs>
1: yeah, very original. Is Doctor Who a superhero? Oh no Because dibs on David Tennant Oh no <laughs> Is David Tennant a superhero?
3: The Be- Doctor's more like an anti-hero Yeah uh.
1: But so is Ant-Man Oh, <laughs> oh You unbelievable bastard <laughs> That's horrible um, I'm gonna <coughs> choke on myself here And then I'm gonna pick <laughs> Choke on myself That brings Mr. Fantastic <laughs> Oh my God, that would be great though, if you could be Mr. Fantastic. No, just curve? marry him. Why? He can satisfy you in so many ways. <laughs> if you want to go sailing, all you need is something that floats, you need and Doctor he's Man. the sail. <laughs> you need Doctor Manhattan or Doctor Octopus.
4: Oh, uh, why? We- no, that's <laughs> he's all. a villain, first of all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's yeah. I, don't, I actually can't think of anything that would make me want to marry Dr. Octopus. What
2: about Wolverine? You're always carrying on about Hugh Jackman. I'm carrying
1: on about Hugh Jackman, though. Not, I yeah, well, g- you're the one who's just like, <laughs> what about Doctor Who? What I want David Tennant. <laughs> but see, like, I don't give a shit about Wolverine's powers. It doesn't excite me. Hugh Jackman excites me. So if I could like have <laughs> Hugh Jackman from The Prestige, is that is that oh. a superhero? No. I'm on that fucking boat, though. Yeah. Oh, Lord. But, no, this has to be like the conceptual superhero, you know? I,
2: Iron Man, you basically live in the server room. I feel like something electronic is probably in your brain. <laughs> you
1: say basically, and I li- literally do sleep in the server room. It's air conditioned because it has to. It's the only room that gets any money spent on it here. Um, yeah, no, Iron Man. Are you kidding? You have he's all a the coolest shit. He he's like really just a good bit of technology. an asshole sometimes, but you know. Yeah,
2: but he's like it, So is so is Fish Stick.
1: Yeah. I really I feel like our personalities would complement each other. Or one of us would kill the other one. So it would end one way or another. Either good or eh, I would, yeah.
2: Okay. In the end he needed a matchmaker, but we Iron Man. made it there. Yeah, thank
1: thank you guys for helping me. All right, I pick Iron Man. Lacey, you said Ant Man. Oh yeah. Professor I'm I'm gonna stick with Squirrel Girl. Okay, and Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. All right, fish stick's topic, topic number two. Talking about death, I should have used that as the segue. (laughs) This was sent in by uh, Jason Lee. Thank you, Jason. You're just about to die. At the moment of your death, time stops, and a powerful being greets you. It says that before you die, you can experience one piece of media, and then you'll be sent on your way. It doesn't even have to exist yet and can be anything. One piece of media, whether it's a video game, movie, a book.
4: Now, when, he, when you say experience it, do you mean, like, if I picked a, uh, an, an episode of a TV show, I could watch it, or I could live it and experience it?
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm. That would make a difference. Because, I mean, really, otherwise it's like, well, I guess give me a good book, but, like, it's
1: not. <laughs> I think it's just watch it. Oh. Like, it has to be one thing you're excited about seeing. And it doesn't have to exist yet. It be something from wow. the future, like the season finale, series finale of Game of Thrones. Didn't that already finish? I mean, the the whole, <laughs> the end of Game of Thrones period, ever. Oh, like the books or something? Yeah.
2: I'm just trying to think if there's, I mean, it's probably a book for me, but I'm trying to think if there's any particular book I'm waiting to have come out, or I haven't read yet that I, like, want to read so badly, it'd be the one thing I'd want to do while my death was on pause. <laughs> Pick
4: a long book. I got mine. <laughs> it- yeah. It doesn't have to exist yet, but I know it's going to exist someday and I definitely fucking want to experience it. And it's the reboot or the remake of The Matrix. Really?
1: Absolutely. You think you wouldn't just you you wouldn't die pissed off then as they butcher yeah. it? Yeah. I don't think they're going to butcher it.
3: That's
2: some high hopes for when in general sequels and reboots tend to especially like many years later tend to fail. Miserably. All right. The Matrix came
4: out 1999, 2001, and it was insane for its time. And w- the technology that we have nowadays, and I mean thinking about into the, in the future what they're going to be able to do and the capabilities that they have, there's no way that the Matrix is going to go untouched for the rest of eternity. Someone's going to do something with it at some point because it's amazing. And I want to experience it
2: next <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel like I'm gonna have to cop out on this one because I really don't have a good answer I mean if we're gonna go for length and something I would enjoy just to keep myself paused like I said for a little mm-hmm. while longer maybe the next outlander but I haven't even gotten there yet so that'd be kind of weird but it would take me a while to read it but if I were to have the option to experience it and be there I don't know I've always wanted to live in the Harry Potter universe, so... That would be pretty
1: awesome. I,
3: I think it depends on the context, too. Like, if you pick some movie that's coming out, do you get the context of all the other ones that have happened, or are you just totally lost...
1: Oh, that's a good question.
3: Yeah. Or like, do you remember it all? Because you could say, I don't know, like the dictionary. If you had the chance to <gasps> absorb an entire, or an encyclopedia, absorb an entire encyclopedia, especially one a little bit from the future, then you would have all this context to interact with people that you meet in the afterlife. What? If you absorb an encyclopedia. What, what a, a
4: deep mind do you have?
2: <laughs> <laughs> She's going to do well in activism, <laughs> I think. Yo. <laughs>
1: Lacey, that is trippy. <laughs> I didn't even think of it. You're thinking ahead.
3: (laughs) So on
4: average, how much weed do you smoke in a day?
3: (laughs) I don't think I can disclose the answer to that question. I thought that
1: mattress smelled a little strange. (laughs) Wow. This mattress is full of marijuana. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that over the fucking radio. (laughs) Um, It's a good thing thing we live in. um It's decriminalized. Probably not in this amount, but... (laughs) Weed is now legal up to one mattress full. <laughs> one is, is that a metric mattress? <laughs> okay. Um. The the thing is though, can you? I've never thought of referring to a dictionary or an encyclopedia as a piece of media, <laughs> but I guess it is. It's a book. Yeah, right. Or yeah. maybe
3: you could be on a disc, a CD, or something. Uh, There are definitely online now, yeah.
1: I want to experience Wikipedia. (laughs) 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 Wikipedia, narrated by Morgan Freeman. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Morgan Freeman the 42nd, assuming, because it's way in the future. I would pick the eventual movie that will be made true to the book of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Because everyone shits on the movie version of that book. I think the movie was pretty good. But it just drifted so far from the book and it didn't include most of the content that if they made a movie version that was true to the book, even with the same cast, I oh, think yeah. it would be amazing. People
4: will go nuts for that.
1: I honestly really liked of as Ford. I thought that was, I thought he was pretty good as that character.
2: It's been so long since I watched the movie, like since it came out because I didn't like it. <laughs> so I don't yeah. really remember it now other than I just didn't like it. <laughs>
1: I know most people don't like it But whatever eventual movie they make of that I think it would be the piece of media I would choose hmm. So I think we picked everything Every, yeah, I mean everything. everyone picked something yeah. <laughs> I think Lacey's Everything,
2: everything, I want everything I think
1: Lacey's got uh, the best answer on that one yeah.
3: You just have to think about what you can use as a tool In whatever you step into next
1: You know, they should pay you for your activism <laughs> 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 And uh, we've got our first song of the show, Professor's Life De-Stressor coming out the other side. This, I really love this. It's, I'm probably gonna butcher the name because it's in Spanish, but it's just beautiful. It's Carienda, and it goes into Las Aves by the Volcan Indie Latina Orquesta on 1091, W I D K.
5: Que yo he venido a conquistar Tu corazón, mi, mi, mi hermosa No la sabes sin descansar De flor en flor, Me en forma las mariposas Trabando dos veces en el mar que si quiero, mi, mi, mi hermosa Te venido a decir, si te eres, Que me vuelvo loco por ti Te venido a visitar lo que me provocas Que me viste y tus labios me tocan Te venido a decir, si te eres, Que me vuelvo loco por ti Yo te siento que Oye, venido a conquistar Tu corazón, mi hija hermosa todas las flores te acuerzan oye tú si flor hermosa Yo la quiero regalar Yo sí te quiero, mi niña hermosa He venido a decirte sí, Que me vuelvo rocó por ti Que me a decirte lo que me provocas Que me a decirte que me me vuelvo a decirte sí, Que me vuelvo rocó por ti delito a que hiciste que esto que siento no como quien me lleva por dentro
1: One zero nine one. My bad. Oh, dropped the ball. One zero nine one WIDK. It's I don't know radio. That was Carienda into Las Aves by the Vulcan Indie Orquesta Latina. I'm so sorry if I butchered that, but that music is so fucking awesome. Where can you find more of their music? Yeah. Uh, they're on Spotify. If you look up Vulcan Indie Orquesta Latina, we'll also have a link in the uh, episode description too. If you go down, it'll also be. Yeah, there'll be a link in the there'll in be the in the podcast. Use description the link. To don't him. don't try to spell it based off of fish sticks. Based off of my butchered yeah. pronunciation. But thank you so much to those guys for letting us play their music. Awesome music.
2: Yeah, yeah. we actually maybe it's it's too bad um, uh Chet's not here because that was kinda higherbrow. I, I,
5: like.
1: uh, <laughs> I, I feel like. I feel like Chet would have appreciated how highbrow that was. <laughs> I don't know. I miss having Chet standing around in the corner. What did he call out today too? I don't
2: know. I don't know. He's too high up to bother letting us know. (laughs) All right. Probably had to have his eyebrows (laughs) tattooed
1: on or something. Finally saved up the money to get them permanently affixed. (laughs) All right, Professor, you got something for us. Oh yeah, let's uh, let's jump into it.
0: I don't know radio is not responsible for any actions you take as a result of the life advice presented here. Call 304-566-WIDK with your problems and the professor will solve them. It's the professor's life de-stressor.
4: The professor's life de-stressor is brought to you today by Home Movies, movies of your home. Unbeknownst to you, we film you in your house and sell you the footage. Uh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Wait, uncomfortably enough, they did send in a sample of this.
1: From here? <laughs> On the day that we have a mattress
4: full of weed, I know. I, <laughs> um, yeah.
1: So <laughs> so that's a thing. I am deeply unsettled. I am <laughs> deeply unsettled by this.
2: So, what are they trying to gain like for people to buy their
1: they set up oh, cameras is. at your house and they capture all those adorable moments. So all those times you're like, "Oh, I wish I was filming that." They are. Oh, it so makes- congratulations! You have the we were. I mean, we have given up prob- uh, most of our privacy already to everything ever, all the time. So, I, w- what difference does it make, really?
2: But you have to ask them to
3: come in and do that. No, I think they're just already there.
1: They're already doing it.
4: <sighs> <sighs> okay. <laughs> yeah, well, that's stressful. <laughs>
3: Hundreds of tiny cameras in this room right now.
1: This is exactly what you're fighting about. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the government is necessarily providing these cameras.
3: Oh no, but they will have access to
2: them if they need them. I bet so.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Valid mm-hmm. point.
2: Mm-hmm. Professor, would you like to take Anyways. our minds <laughs> off of this topic, <laughs> <Yeah>. please? <laughs> so uh,
4: today's life de uh involves a cat and a name. Uh, it's sent. It's submitted by a user. So let's hear it.
6: Hi there. Rick. Radio, uh, it's a long-time listener, first-time caller uh, from the UK. I've got a real problem with my pets. Um, I've got one cat and one dog. Uh, dog is a Alsatian and the cat is a lovely, tubby cat. But yeah, I'm having some real problems because they fight a lot and I think my, my cat... Won't call my dog by his proper name, which is uh, Mr. Wiggles. No matter how much I try and teach my cat to say Mr. Wiggles, all I can get is. And this really winds up my uh, dog. They chases him round and round and round the house as if it's some sort of instinctual thing or something. And you know, quite stressful because they're just always fighting, you know, so please, how do I get my cat to say, Mr. Wiggles, thank you. Wow.
4: Well, <laughs> well that, is a, that is a tough one.
2: I don't want to laugh, but... Uh, <laughs>
4: yeah, he sounded close to tears at the end, but... Yeah, I, I mean, best of luck with this for you. I don't know if I can... Aid you in teaching your cat to speak.
1: That's specifically what he wants you to do, though. (sighs) I
4: know, but there's just if this was like the Pokemon universe, maybe it would just say cat, 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 cat. (laughs) Meowth reference. You uncultured swine. Oh, I'll see myself out. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I mean, you. I think there are plenty of other options, though.
2: Well, I have a question, but devoicing your cat. (laughs) Sorry. I always have a question, though, and we never have them live because no one wants to call in this early. Um, So, but does the dog say the cat's name? That is a good question. Because I figured, like, the cat would take more offense to that. Uh, But the dog's
4: probably more submissive and probably does it. Cats are kind of assholes, though. So I I think that regardless of whether or not the dog uses the cat's name, the cat is probably regarding the dog in a condescending fashion (laughs) doesn't pay much attention to it unless it's chasing it.
1: You think the dog is using the cat's name?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps. We don't even know the cat's name. Uh, Maybe the cat doesn't care enough to have
2: a name. Cats have many names, according to some people. Maybe the cat's (sighs) name is... (laughs) T.S. (laughs) Elliot.
3: I mean, I think the obvious solution to this problem is you change the dog's name to Meow.
1: That would probably wind up the dog even more, though. (laughs) Like, yeah, probably. That would yeah. be like if, if we refused to call Professor by his real name off the air, and we were like, we're just going to legally change your name to Professor for you.
4: That'd be infuriating.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah.
4: Here I am hating this thing, and now you're going to impose it on me forever. That must be how Mulch feels. Because we. <laughs> get- <laughs> yeah, seriously. He didn't even get to pick his radio name. You could get a muzzle for your cat. What? They have muzzles for dogs, why wouldn't they make them for cats? A cat's face is shaped a little differently. You could get a cone for your cat.
3: Hang on, now we're talking about silencing his freedom of speech, and I can't condone that. Oh. Oh, (laughs)
5: Okay,
4: that's fair.
3: I stand behind you, Lacey, because that that (laughs)
2: isn't really, I don't think that's a good option.
4: Your cat might be... A dick.
2: A dick. (laughs) Wait, I got it, I've got it. What? Family counseling? Family counseling. That's you, an option. Yeah. You need to find a counselor who can sit down with all three of you and discuss the issues. Yeah. That's not a bad idea.
4: You know, maybe you could make it even less formal, have a family meeting. Yeah. Bring some cat nip. You know, get the whole party relaxed a bit.
1: And I, really... I think you need, for family counseling, though, on this level, I think you probably need to bring in a professional. And it's probably got to be an interspecies thing. So you need, like, a counseling bear. A
4: counseling <laughs>
1: bear. You need to you need to invite uh, like a not a grizzly bear, but like a empathetic bear.
4: An empathetic
1: bear. An empy bear. <laughs> <laughs> An <empy> bear
3: <laughs> Or someone that can reach both animals on a spiritual level.
1: Yeah, yeah, and
3: talk oh, well, to their no, souls.
2: <sighs> yeah, I don't even know why I think I didn't think of this. I have friends who are animal communicators, like Caesar
1: Milan, Caesar
2: Milan. That's sort
1: of works, yeah. Jackson Galaxy with his awesome tattoos. You, he can make cats do anything. Yo, you just looked at me so strange. Do you not know who Jackson <laughs> Galaxy is? I've never no. heard of that
4: person. <laughs> oh my god. Is he like the Caesar Milan of
1: cats? Uh, yeah, but better because he's fucking awesome. He's so, like, he looks like this tough-as-nails, like, biker dude. He's got all these tattoos, but he's like the cat whisperer. That's amazing. He just, that's all we needed to do. We need to uh, This caller didn't give us his name, but Yuki, UK, he's from the UK, let's call him Yuki.
4: Yuki from UK, okay. Yuki,
1: Caesar, um, Jackson Galaxy. Get them both, get them both. Season 1, Jackson Galaxy, get them in your house, get a counseling bear for good measure, get a nice (laughs) empathetic bear, put them in a room together, sit them down. (laughs) And really hash this out. Yeah. Yeah. That's your best Mm -hmm. solution. That'll fucking handle it right there. Boom. Boom. Okay. Done. Is this the first time you've actually solved a problem? I think it might be. (laughs) (laughs) You'll have to call us back and let us know how it goes. Check one on the professional career. (laughs) That was a a
2: quick distressor. Oh, oh, yeah, for that, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) De-stressor. Some of them are distressing, it's true. Some can be, yeah. Yeah.
4: I think that was good. We were right to the point. Let's let's move on. We're going to be going into uh, a word from our sponsors.
1: It's time to haul ass with Asshole, the only butt plug trailer hitch manufacturer in the USA. Don't have an extended cab, but you're driving for three? If you catch my drift, wink wink. Asshole butt plugs are made with 100% American steel and they can tow up to 35 pounds, 50
0: if you're real tough in the lower parts, if you know what I'm saying. It's time to haul ass with Asshole in your asshole. Works best with roller skates. These guys need all the help they can get. Seriously, send in your best questions for Fishstick's top pick topics. Reveal your most burning personal issues to the professor by emailing them a voice memo or leaving a voicemail at 304-566-WIDK. Give Lulu something weird to review. If you have a commercial script, they'll read it. Also, if you're a musician and you want them to play your song, they'll probably do that too. The bar is honestly pretty low. Email all of your submissions to I don't know radio at gmail.com. Also, if for some reason you actually enjoy this dumpster fire of a show, rate it five stars on iTunes. But make sure you leave an angry, scathing review in the text box, just because I think that'd be kind of funny. They'll do just about anything. Send it to I don't know radio at gmail.com. From your haircut to an egg salad sandwich you made, Lulu will rate it. It's Lulu's Viewer Reviews.
2: Today's review is brought to you by The Color Yellow. Seems like a bold statement until the fifth person at the office asks, How are you feeling? Okay. The Color Yellow, making people look green since the beginning of time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh, my. Oh, man. I-
2: didn't know the the a color could have um, like a marketing plan, like <laughs> you
1: know. It <laughs> is twenty eighteen. Everything is
4: marketing. Yeah, there actually are a lot of things like that, though. Like the color red stimulates
1: an appetite. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't have. There's, as far as I know, there's no one that's branded red and turned it into like a campaign. Well, no. Next time you go to a
4: restaurant, though, look around. Oh, I know. I bet you'll
2: see some McDonald's, meat. right? Wendy's. Oh, I
1: thought Five it was guys. to hide the
4: blood stains from all the. Never mind. No, it's to make you super hungry so you buy more food.
2: Well, today I am reviewing (laughs) something sent in by Jason Lee. Now, I was a little misleading. Thank you, Jason. Um, I was a little misleading earlier because I said I'd reviewed it before, but really I was just being clever. I apologize. Um, But I am reviewing Deja Vu today. Have
4: you reviewed Deja Vu, though? Yeah, I feel like... Have you? Oh,
2: well, I will let. I uh, don't think so.
4: I feel strongly as though we've talked about Deja Vu in it's one weird. of our previous episodes. Yeah, <laughs> I have this like really weird
1: feeling.
2: <laughs> I find it kind of hard to review, though. So maybe if I did review it, it's worth another review because. Um, maybe it'll all start coming back to you. Maybe. Because <laughs> it's hard to review something that comes on randomly and yeah. not very frequently for me, anyway.
4: Oh my god, Fish Dick is mouthing every single word that we say. I know
1: what you're gonna say next. I swear I've seen this oh before. My We're, We're trapped, trapped in, in danger move. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. Click, mother- motherfucker. <laughs> See, I'm saying it at the same time. I, I am, am absolutely, absolutely horrified. horrified. <laughs> this is weird. Are
2: we having, Are we fun, having fun, guys? guys?
1: <laughs> Oh, the deja vu ended.
2: I am not, not convinced by convinced your camels. By your
1: camels. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fuck you. <laughs> review it.
2: Okay, so hard to review when you don't frequently experience it, and you can't plan when to experience it. I don't know if you could end a sentence on when to.
1: Is there nothing uh, that can force deja vu on you? Is there something? Is there like a drug you can take? I mean, if you're in. Uh, if you're in
2: Professor's favorite place, then there are circumstances that could arise.
1: I didn't know that your favorite place was a fugue state. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Matrix. Oh. <laughs> uh But we're not. I need a so. high five for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good silence. Make sure everyone heard that. Uh,
4: <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. That was oh. an excellent reference to the Matrix. Okay. <laughs> Deja vu is a... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not going to derail this (laughs) because that'll turn into a whole new
5: segment.
2: Yeah, and that's what always happens to me. Um, Right, so reviewing it. I mean, uh, it's weird. Kind of makes you feel weird because then you spend a good amount of time, depending on how strong it was, trying to decide if it really did happen or if it's just deja 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 vu. Yeah, because sometimes you think maybe I was here, maybe I did do this, maybe.
1: And what's weird is how profound of a feeling it is when it happens, and then you're like, you try and nail it down as it's going on, and then it just like fades away. Yeah, and you're like, God damn, what was that? I I read somewhere uh, it was
4: an article about déjà vu potentially being uh, a a portion of the brain um, that deals with first time encounters. Um Not activating or something, uh, like when you experience something brand new it's your your brain is is functioning out of the sole input of what you 're seeing and what you 're experiencing in the moment, but there's a part of your brain when you're remembering something that is is a different part of your brain, and that part of your brain activates instead well,
1: of the new experience part right what I thought I read something and it might have just been a hypothesis was that it was. Your brain it, it is writing memories too fast. Like at the present moment, as you're experiencing something, your brain has like written it to memory, so it feels like you're experiencing it from memory.
4: That might have been what I read. I'm not even. I, <laughs> I just explained just, that really bad.
1: Have you reviewed déjà vu before?
4: That's bugging me right now. Yeah, no. I feel like we've talked about déjà vu in the past, at least,
1: and we made a bunch of shitty jokes.
2: Uh, Yeah, I think that's quite possible. I, unfortunately, I didn't want to break. You've definitely made shitty jokes. (laughs) I meant specifically about that, but that is also accurate. Uh, um, I don't think I have reviewed it, though. Is not it? to break this wonderful moment or no, anything. No, that's
1: fine. There's, there are no moments here.
2: I mean, really, we've <coughs> only been doing this for eight Mondays or more. There's a lot more. You can erase that because that's not what I wanted to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe it's been more. It's all deja vu. I'm just not quite sure if it was real or not. It's funny how many weeks of Mondays we've done when you put them all together. <laughs> Seriously.
2: In any case, so it's weird. Um, kind of uncomfortable. Uh, I guess it could be kind of fun if you want to look at it that way, like, ooh, wonky brain stuff going on. I'm not thinking I have a lot to say about this. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, fair enough. It's cool how they utilize it in The Matrix. Yes, it is.
3: Depends on how you look at it, I suppose. So, Somebody once told me that deja vu is the moment at which you make the decision that leads to your eventual death. And then once you die, you restart to that decision until you make the one that allows you to move on, and you just keep doing that. So maybe it's your subconscious trying to tell you something. So think about what you're doing really hard whenever you have deja vu and if you're making the right decision.
1: Holy shit. And you know what? That's like going back to, what was it, episode five, where we talked about the the topic that was, yeah, when you die, two options appear. One is load last save, and the other one is new game. And we talked about, like, are you aware when you load last save? And it's deja vu. We didn't even think of that.
3: Death is just a giant restart button, you guys.
1: Yeah, like, fuck me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: in that case, I guess I'd say it's pretty cool.
4: I mean, that's interesting. Could you imagine you experienced deja vu and it was you just hitting load last save? Yeah, because you just died. That's crazy.
1: Although it happens at the weird times. Like, I've had deja vu a lot, like, hanging out with friends in their house doing absolutely nothing lethal, and we're talking about hamburgers, and it feels like deja so vu. So you
4: think. <laughs> so you think it was nothing You
3: could be legal. making some tiny decision that will lead to another chain of decisions that eventually leads to your death.
4: Oh, shit, you're Yeah, right. like,
3: what if those hamburgers have food
2: poisoning of some kind?
1: Fuck.
4: But then, but then you start a conversation, and you accidentally let him cook a little longer.
1: This radio show Turns has ruined my life in multiple ways now. <laughs> <laughs> Can you cut into that mattress? I think I need some of what's in there. <laughs> Holy sh- Where's my smoker a <laughs> oh
2: Gosh, Never have to listen to this again.
1: I won't do it into the mic. Continue. <laughs> no, no, we all want to hear it. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> you never get used to it. Um,
2: so I guess I didn't, I don't know. What would I, you rate it? Deja vu. What would I rate it? Um, I guess I'd rate it like when a small kid hands you their drawing. And of course you feel obligated, um, being ha- having been handed this drawing so proudly by this small child to comment on it. And you can't just say, oh, it's wonderful. That's so great. You have to say, oh, it's a horse. But sometimes you really can't tell. (laughs) And that leaves you in a sort of awkward place. So I guess I'd rate it like there's a lot going on in the picture. You can at least tell what one thing is. Like, oh, this is mommy. And what's mommy
1: doing? (laughs) Why is she peeing on the house? No,
2: you just stop. No, that's not the point. The point is I'm rating it. It's like a child's drawing, which you can tell some of it. So you feel some accomplishment and feel somewhat pleased and like somewhat comfortable. But you don't know everything is going on. I love how
1: your idea of rating something is to apply an extended metaphor to it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, who wants to hear one out of five?
1: Well, it could be like child's drawing out of.
4: On a scale of Scribble to Picasso, it's a child's drawing.
1: I don't even think there's a scale there. There's just an extended metaphor, which is perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right. I don't know. Deja vu is like having a child give you a drawing (laughs) and you having to comment on it.
2: No. Deja vu is like a child's (laughs) drawing that you recognize some of it and thus feel more comfortable in the situation, but you don't recognize all of it, so you're not as comfortable as you could be.
1: I have no fucking clue what you're getting at. <laughs> oh my What's God. coming up next? I'm having deja vu right now. <laughs> oh,
2: gosh. <laughs> All right, this
1: I think we got a song, be- a song. Yeah. A song? This is uh, the. I'm going to butcher this name. Again? I swear to God. It's the Vulcan Indie Orchestra Latina. We already I'm played them. butchering it. Yeah, I'm making a fucking joke about deja vu. <laughs> 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 no, this is called. Oh, my God! F- this is called <laughs> Fuses by Ian Gallopo. <laughs>
5: Veins. the current draws me in, caught underneath the waves. Fill me to the brim, I'm sure to overflow, and when the levee breaks, the flood will take me home.
1: is Ian Gallipo on 1091 WIDK. It's the I Don't Know Radio, I Don't Know Morning Show with Fishstick, Professor, Lulu, and today, Lacey. And uh, thank you to Ian Gallipo for letting us play your music. If you want to check out more of it, if you dig that, and you should have because it was awesome, you can go to iangallipo.bandcamp.com. Gallipo is spelled exactly like it sounds. And uh, Lacey, are you ready?
3: I I guess so.
0: We're going to dive right (laughs) into it. He digs through the stories and wipes off the dirt. The landscape of journalism could use a little mulch. It's Mulch's News Garden.
3: Oh, right. Uh, Today's (laughs) show brought to you by Selfie Slick. Got a tight spot or a tough squeeze? Selfie Slick will lube you up to help you slide through. Magnet under the fridge? Phone fall under the passenger seat? Get Selfie Slick for places you sometimes need to be. This product stains clothing. (laughs) Oh,
1: this is good selfie hair, yeah, right. <laughs> Selfie slick So you use it to slip into stuff Yeah. So it's just it's just lube But colored uh, I'm assuming how does it is stain it all, clothing It stains
4: clothing so it, oily, then? it might be oil yeah. based
1: Don't mean to disparage our sponsors I appreciate their money but that's a fucking stupid product
4: I mean I <laughs> Think of all the time you've lost something Under the passenger seat of your car
1: I didn't no, need lube to get hand it Hand in there though I just use butter.
3: I think or it's vegetable a- <laughs> oil or vegetable,
4: <laughs> or, yeah, margarine. It's actually just butter
3: or vegetable oil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moving on. <laughs> I guess we're talking about news. Uh, so this story is interesting. Apparently, Hasbro has decided that they're trademarking the scent of Play-Doh.
1: You're, you can trademark a smell now.
3: I guess so. And they're Duh. saying... I don't like that. They're describing the scent of Play-Doh as a combination of sweet, vanilla-like fragrance with overtones of cherry and the natural smell of a salted wheat-based dough. Okay. So... First of all,
4: bullshit.
3: Pla- yeah.
4: Play-Doh smells like Play-Doh and it <laughs> smells like shit. <laughs>
1: They made it sound like something you'd order off a menu at Starbucks, and that is like not even close to what Play-Doh smells like.
4: It tastes like salty disappointment.
3: (laughs) (laughs) With that weird after twang. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: That's what they should have written on the fucking trademark. Tangy sadness. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know the weirdest part, though? There is, and I shit you not, I wish I had it. I meant to find it. We have, in this radio station, a bottle of Play-Doh cologne. I'm not even joking, it is a small glass bottle with the Play-Doh logo, and when you spritz it, it smells just like Play-Doh. Wow.
3: Or kindergarten
1: teachers.
3: Why would they wear Play-Doh cologne? They work with Play-Doh all day. To make the kids feel more comfortable.
1: I never went to my kindergarten teacher and was like, you creep me out because you smell like a person and not (laughs) 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 Play-Doh.
2: No, you know what I think is weird? Is that three out of the four of us in this room have apparently eaten Play-Doh? You if know. you say yeah, you've, you've never know. eaten Play-Doh, you're lying.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. I <laughs> I
2: was I went to Waldorf school.
4: Oh, they didn't have Play-Doh
1: there. No, Not really. You played with <laughs> lead paint mixed with wheat. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> beeswax. Oh, there we go. Bees
3: fucking bees. Of course
1: beeswax. it was beeswax. <laughs> <laughs> what the
2: fuck? But it's
3: true. So is there anything else? Well, here's my problem with this story. All right. So a smell. How do you trademark a smell? It's basically your brain processing information that it takes in. So a smell is going to make every person think of something different. So now you're basically saying you want to trademark my thoughts or my memories. Whoa. Uh
4: Ooh.
1: That got really intrusive really fast.
4: Well, I mean, technically, they could be trademarking the chemical components of the smell they've created. There's not to say that you couldn't create that smell using other materials. and that I don't think that would be infringing on the trademark. But if it smells like Play-Doh.
3: Right.
2: But what if only someone says it smells like Play-Doh and the next person says, well, I don't think it does. But then another person says, I think it does. We're
1: We're getting closer to a future where you could actually get arrested for farting. Oh, my God. If you can trademark smells. Someone's like I'm tra- I'm trademarking that chicken bacon ranch from Subway 8 hours later smell. And <laughs> you're going to jail, buddy.
2: Oh.
4: Or or you're paying a royalty every time you let one slip.
1: Yeah. Or like god, think if you could patent your body odor or trademark your uh, body odor. If someone smelled like you, trademark your body odor and make your family pay royalties because they smell like you. <laughs>
4: Um, You're going to regret yelling at me growing up, dad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Better wear deodorant constantly. (laughs) I get a one whiff of that dad bow, which is B.O. said out loud wrong. (laughs) Yeah, that was uncomfortable. (laughs) That dad bow. Dad bow. Archery. Fatherly. Um, Lacey, did they they succeed in getting this trademarked? or, Or is this just like an appeal?
3: They announced that it's officially recognized by the Patent and Trademark Office as a registered trademark.
1: We are utterly fucked.
4: I I still think it's got to be a a chemical component thing. I don't think... Because, like, you can't trademark the scent of pine. So many products offer pine-scented things. Candles, car fresheners, cleaners, uh, certain floor waxes. You can't patent... The smell, but you can probably patent your chemical creation of the smell. So no one can use your chemical, they have to create their own. It has to be different components.
2: I think we should just pay royalties to trees. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be royal trees. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Lu-
4: we need to replace Lulu next week. <laughs> Dishing out fucking puns
1: like it's your job. I hate it. I hate it so much.
3: What I really want to know about this story, though, is who was sitting in the patent office and saw this application go by and signed off on it? It was like, yeah, why the hell not? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Who is that asshole? They're probably high on
4: Play-Doh fumes. <laughs> they're huffing the cologne.
2: The whole paper that was sent in as the application is probably just like soaked in it. <laughs> or made out of it. Maybe they just carved it into a sheet of Play-Doh.
1: What really is, I think, the crux of the, the problem with this happening is what could we do right now to infringe on their ownership of that smell? Because if I crack open a can of Play-Doh, the smell is going to waft into the room. And that, that's a, a, a trademarked smell that I'm inhaling in my nose, at what point... How can you infringe on the trademark of a smell? Well, If I made, like, tray blow, and it was Play-Doh that you sold in a tray, and if you blew on it, it smelled like Play-Doh, would that be infringing on their trademark?
4: Well, think about, like, when we make advertisements versus when we make, uh, like, in-betweeners. If we make an in-betweener promoting our station, but we're not selling it, we're not selling anything, we can sample pretty much anything we want. I mean, you can sample a TV show. As long as you're not trying to sell something or profit in any way, you can use that in any way you want. You're not breaking their trademark. But the minute we're trying to sell a product or get people to buy something from us and we use a sound sample or a video sample, then we are infringing on their trademark and we have to pay them. So maybe it's you can't use the smell of Play-Doh to sell your product.
1: Okay, then, I have an idea. What is the opposite of the smell of Play-Doh? Literally anything good.
4: <laughs> I have a lot of happy I still memories. can't get over the fact.
1: <laughs> Play-Doh smells like garbage. Your garbage smells amazing. <laughs> it's not, no, it's not the best smell, but, like, if you, if you, what is the opposite of the smell of Play-Doh? Play-Doh's like a weedy, salty shit. <laughs> So we need sweets. Apparently
3: it's cherry and musky and vanilla.
1: All right. So what's the Uh, opposite of musk? That is all (laughs) bullshit. Well, that's what's patented. So why don't we mix cherries, musk. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I just threw up in my mouth. We mix cherries with musk from a skunk. Uh, Vanilla. What else is there? A wheat bagel? Yeah, wheat-based dough. And a wheat-based dough. We'll mix that shit up, and then we'll start selling it. Just in blobs, not even a candle. Just for, like huffing blobs, <laughs> and we'll call it huffing blobs. Delaypo. Pla- Delaypo? huff blobs, <laughs> huff blobs, <laughs> Huffington blobs, huffing dough, huff dough, huff dough. You got that huff dough? <laughs> yeah, but that huff dough. <laughs> we'll call it huff dough, and we'll sell it, and we'll see if we get in trouble for trademark infringement because we mixed up exactly what they said. I bet Maybe. it won't smell like Play-Doh at all. It'll no. smell like a really bad pie. <laughs> yeah. It's,
2: that, like, was rubbed in the armpit of a man. The musk part is really throwing me off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, Do you guys remember bod? Oh, my God.
4: Bod is the smell of toxic masculinity. Yeah.
1: Filtered. For middle school enjoyment. Do you, Lacey, Lulu... No, no. bot no. Oh, it was sold in a trapezoidal clear container or a it, bl- or a black bottle. You couldn't even see the liquid. Oh, a black bottle, yeah. And they had a special silver bottle that they released. I was more familiar with the clear ones cuz I was a poor kid. <laughs> but it smells like you w- when you imagine a gym rat, it smells like their taint. And it's oh, like It was so bad. Whoa.
4: It was like it was like the shitty, the shittiest knockoff of Axe body spray,
1: but it was before Axe. No. Oh yeah. Yeah.
4: Okay. Yeah. It was a precursor to Axe, but it, it hung around well into when Axe became a thing, though. Yeah. Well, it's still, I think you can still buy Bod. You can probably still buy Bod. I wouldn't be surprised.
2: I was homeschooled for middle school, so I was in the woods somewhere.
1: The smell was so powerful it gave everyone in the vicinity an erection uncontrollably. It was a dangerous, <laughs> dangerous body spray. This bod.
3: What? That sounds unpleasant.
1: It's yeah, it is. It was. It's the truth. It's bad. So <laughs> <laughs> powerful. Yeah. All right. So we've got a song coming up. It's um by oh, the Volcan oh, going... Indie. No. Oh, L- for or fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Deja Vu, anyone? All right. No. No. That's the show. That's the show. (laughs) Baba Ganoush. Baba (laughs) Ganoush.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Baba (laughs) Ganoush.
0: Congratulations. That's some time of your life that you're never going to get back, and you spent it listening to these idiots. Not that I want to encourage this kind of behavior, but I am contractually obligated to remind you that you can call 304-566-WIDK, email Radio at gmail.com, or find I Don't Know Radio on Facebook. Personally, I'd block all of those, but thanks for listening to I Don't Know Radio.